Hey, Dragons, welcome to episode 75 of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. I am your host, Kenny Rotter. Today's episode, we are getting ready for fantasy football season. And as you all know, I am the super nerd. I do enjoy me some D&D. So today I have brought on Edward Wright, who has created or is in the process of creating an amazing fantasy football type game called Dragons and Gridirons. Uh, and it definitely mixes aspects of D&D and fantasy football. So we are going to be getting into that on this episode. In the meantime, as for the show notes, before we hit the theme and the conversation, I want to ask everyone, thank you so much for listening. And if you could bring a friend or two to the podcast, we would love that. We are trying to grow and bring bigger and better guests to you with everything they have to say. Again, if you could uh, leave those reviews on iTunes and anywhere you happen to uh, listen to your podcast, that is very much appreciated. And now, let's get to the convo. Work out, nerd out. In the basement rolling dice, rolling dice. I'm a wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind, in my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. Roll a D6. All right, I am here with Edward Wright. Edward, how are you today, man? Great. How you doing, Kenny? I am doing wonderful. Uh, the brilliant thing about the time difference between the East Coast and the West Coast is you guys get to record at a reasonable hour and I get up at a ungodly early hour to record, which is fine because I'm usually up anyway. Well, it's kind of pathetic to admit this, but this is a little bit early for me anyway, <laughs> even with the benefit of the time difference. <laughs> okay. Uh, just just so people can get I, – I want people to understand how funny that is. It's 1130 where you are. <laughs> right. Hey, it's a weekend, right? Yeah. <laughs> I do my workouts in the evening, so not a uh, morning workout person. Dude, that's that that's that entrepreneurial life, man. Mm-hmm. Set your own hours. I bet you're up a lot later than me, though. Yeah, it's up until about 3 a.m. Uh, hunting for places to spam our uh, Kickstarter campaign. Oh, for sure. Uh, and that is, you are up much later than me because I think I... 3 a.m. your time is midnight my time. I was in mm-hmm. bed an hour before you were. <laughs> oh, really? You missed the fight? No, no. Fight oh. ended Fight ended at uh, around 10 our time. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Dude, it's the beauty of uh, West Coast, man. We get all the sports. Like football on Sundays starts at mm-hmm. 10 a.m. and it goes until 9 p.m. and it's phenomenal. And I that still nice. get a, yeah, I get a good night's sleep for, uh, for work the next day. It's yeah. Wonderful. I love it. It starts to drag in those uh, Sunday night games. It goes until about 11.30 or midnight. You've been watching since, uh, you know, 12.30 in the afternoon. I know. It's that's... like, what am I doing with my life? Watching football. Watching football <laughs> for 11 hours. <laughs> Anyways, so here, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to get into who you are a little bit more. Then we're going to start talking about Dragons and Gridirons, because I know that's why you're here to talk, and that's what everyone here is. Uh, that's why everyone listening is here to listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my name's Edward Wright. I'm actually a clinical psychologist by trade, um, but just in the last two years, kind of branched out into uh, writing a sci-fi novel and then starting this uh, fantasy sports business with my buddy Jay. Um, so our, our actual business name is Fantasy Realm Sports, and our uh, main kind of product is a new fantasy football platform called Dragons and Gridirons. So Dragons and Gridirons is what we're calling fantasy football in a fantasy realm. It's basically a, a new version of season-long fantasy football where you get access to spell cards that let you do things like um, you know boost your player scores or reduce or mess with the other players in your league um, or even like eliminate players out of the matchup entirely. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. You can banish Julio Jones to the X zone if you want. Or, uh, you know, <laughs> there's, uh, there's spell cards... Um, and kind of, they're kind of arranged in different skill trees. So the the one that like banishes a, a player, um, you know, the the weaker tier versions have a, a good chance of backfiring on you. So you might try to you know knock your buddies, you know, running back one out of the game and end up uh, accidentally knocking your own tight end out of the game. Um, but oh, as goodness. you get yeah, as you get more powerful, you're able to kind of target players more specifically and have a higher likelihood of success. Okay. So, like, like we were saying, is it does incorporate those 
those aspects of fantasy football and D and D spell casting. Absolutely. Know, stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's, I was just gonna say, so it's like a, a normal kind of season long fantasy football platform at its core. We really haven't like changed anything about the, the fundamentals of it. Um, so it's just like kind of any other league you'd probably play in. Um, and one of the kind of major providers, um, but we've added in this, you know, spell card augmentation to it. Yeah, it's essentially uh, almost like power-ups. Yeah, you could think of it yeah. that way. Kind of like buffing and nerfing players or uh, you know, debuffing, whatever people want to call it. Yeah. Well, so before we get into the deep dive on that, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. What What is stuff that you nerd out on? I would say primarily video games. Um, yeah, huge, uh, you know... Role playing game nerd in terms of like video games. Uh, I'm obsessed with Dark Souls. Uh, that's, that's the main game that I will sit there, uh, you know, day one and play for about a hundred hours straight. Um, used to be extremely into anime, especially Dragon Ball Z. Um, love Magic the Gathering. Don't have as many opportunities to play it nowadays as I used to, but, uh, anytime I make a new friend and find out they're into magic, I get extremely excited because I get to, uh, you know, dive back into the, the current deck and uh, or current series and, you know, see what new cards I've been missing over the last year or so. Um, i say those are my main main nerd vices. Uh, that's, that's awesome. And then when did you – so when did you start getting into all these nerdy things and then when did you start getting into football? I have to say I've been a lifelong nerd. Um, so I'm, I'm about to turn 36, so I grew up during, you know, Nintendo, Super Nintendo era. Um, started off playing like Dragon Warrior. I think that was probably my first RPG, uh, console wise. Uh, and then like Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. And around that time, I was just like, okay, these are the games for me. Um, and that was like the perfect time to be into, you know, console role playing games back in the like early to mid 90s. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, like all the Final Fantasies and Chrono Trigger and all this great Super Nintendo and early kind of PlayStation era RPGs. Um, that was like my main hobby for a long, long time. Um, I, I always kind of followed sports. I mean, I was, I'd say I was like a casual football fan, grew up in Cincinnati and rooted for the Bengals. Um, but it wasn't quite to the point of like, I'm going to watch every single game or, um, really like know who's on the, on the team and who's, who else is like in the league and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't until maybe four or five years ago that my buddy, asked me to be in his uh, fancy football league that I really started to get hooked. Um, Cause I, I knew nothing about fancy football and he just kind of suggested I joined and I was like, okay, you know, if you, if you guys need a player, I'll give it a shot. Um, and then right off the bat, I was like, Oh wait, you get to like assemble your, your party and like choose your, your <laughs> active, uh, active party to send into battle. And you can have these like different classes of characters and, like, this seems very familiar to me. I, I, I can get down with this. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> fantasy football is absolutely like D and D for people who don't play D and D. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen people using that phrase online as kind of like, haha, like, you know, jocks or sport fan people can be, are kind of nerdy too, but like, there really is like some kind of striking similarities between the two when you get down to it. Um, oh, oh yeah. Uh, I've I've often said that you know, well, and I, I don't like the term jock. Right. Um, yeah. And I hesitate and, to use that too, but uh, yeah. yeah. And the the barriers between uh, jocks and nerds and gym rats and mm-hmm. stere- you know stereotypical jocks and stereotypical nerds like the walls are crashing down and everyone realizes that there's so much of an overlap and it's it's like sometimes my brother-in-law will make fun of me a little bit Mm -hmm. um and on sundays he'll always just be there in his lions jersey and i'm like oh look you're cosplaying as (laughs) yeah you know you're cosplaying calvin johnson today you go for it man you're part of the team yeah you Uh, know I, i love it i love it Oh, me too. I, you know, I just saw this um, ad from ESPN where they, it's like a video ad and they have these like LARPers lined up uh, about to have like a, a LARPing battle. And uh, the ad just kind of like 
makes him look sort of goofy. He doesn't really paint them in a very favorable light. And then at the end, it's like there's bad fantasy and then there's good fantasy. And uh, don't do bad fantasy. Do good fantasy. And play ESPN fantasy football. I'm just like watching this, like, what the hell? It's 2017. Are we really still going through this as if there's like this huge kind of like, you know, nerd jock divide and we're like giving people noogies in high school or something? Like, come on. This is like people like both. It's okay. Reasons why all my fantasy football leagues are hosted on Yahoo. Uh Really? Yeah. Um, I sh- honestly, I'm just not a fan of ESPN's platform. Mm-hmm. And yeah. ESPN this year has all their leagues have defaulted to PPR. Oh, interesting. Huh. And I just I'm not a fan of PPR. Yeah. Not I, for everyone. Yeah, so, <laughs> so um, <laughs> but anyways, no, I uh, it's, it's interesting that you bring this up because I, uh, something rang true to me. What you said is. I started getting into football in the mid nineties mm-hmm. and I was, I was always like a casual fan. Uh-huh. And then I was probably 10 years later that I was invited to a fantasy football league. <laughs> and I went from watching one game every week uh-huh. to watching every game. Every Absolutely. Week. Yeah, and it gives you this great vested interest in, like, so many different players on different teams you don't even root for as, like, your home team. But, uh, like, it gives you a reason to care. I mean, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's actually funny because I have since just become a fan. Like, I was always a fan of football, uh-huh. but I, I wouldn't watch a game unless it was my team. And right. then it got to a point where I wouldn't watch a game unless I had a fantasy player in. Mm-hmm. And now it's actually gotten to a point where I just enjoy having football on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, although, to be fair, when you – I'm in like, I think, four different leagues this year. Uh-huh. And chances are I have a player in every game. Right, yeah. <laughs> just the way life works. Yeah. I mean, I, I just – I guess part of me feels, I don't want to say bad that it uh, took like this kind of vested interest to really root for, you know, football in general. But hey, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. And it really helped me kind of get obsessed with football. And uh, yeah, I like that it turns it into this more kind of interactive experience as opposed to just passively sitting on the couch for 11 hours and just watching something going on that you really have no connection to besides like, you know, they're from my city. Um, it's funny that you're a Bengals fan because I was actually in Vegas this past weekend for my fantasy football draft. Nice. And there was a girl and we were talking about tattoos. She just turns around and she shows us her Cincinnati Bengals logo tramp stamp. Oh my God. I sh- uh, not tramp stamp, lower back tattoo. Yeah, right. So. Okay. <laughs> was it uh, the the tiger head or like the striped bee? It was the striped bee. Okay, I guess that's I was slightly more appropriate. <laughs> she and she's like, "Look, I got it right after I turned 18 and she's like, I'm not going to get it removed because it's just it's there now." But she's like, she's <laughs> like, like it's with the, it. Yeah, she's like it's not the best tattoo. And I was like, "Or it is the best tattoo." Yeah, right. Like, like it's definitely a conversation starter. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, so, uh, how many? Like, are are you actively in fantasy football? How many leagues are you in? Yeah, I think I'm in uh, five this year. Um, so I went from like one to two to two to four, now like five, and like teetering on six or seven. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think like four or five is a good number because what terrifies me is getting into conflicts of interest. You know, like okay, I've got. AJ Green in two leagues, but not in other leagues, and I'm playing him in you know three leagues, and like, what am I hoping for here? Um, that that already started to happen when I was just in two leagues, and I'm really concerned about having these like these conflicts come up. The you know more likely the more leagues you get into. So if I invited you into one of my other leagues, you'd be like, no, I can't do it. No, I would definitely join that league for sure. Yeah, I would make an exception. <laughs> 
Excellent. Then the invitation is going to be coming after the after podcast. Okay. <laughs> this is standard scoring, I assume? Yes. Okay. That's good. I usually play PPR, so it's nice to kind of mix it up a bit. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely up for that. Awesome. Uh, what I wanted to know. So is is there – do you have a hierarchy of leagues? Like there is there a league you care about more than others? I am actually the commissioner of a dynasty league, so I, I still kind of feel like that's my home league. Um, yeah. But I, I've won the first two years in a row, so at this point I almost feel like uh, I need to drop some players just to create a challenge for myself, <laughs> which is like, I don't know, sounds so uh, I don't know, hateful and, and rude to my league, but uh, that's where we're at. You know, I've got uh, OBJ, Jordy, A-Rod, um, or A-Rob, um, Luck, and well, I won't go down the... Uh, you know, rosturbation situation, no. but uh, <laughs> but uh, I feel like the, my team is just too stacked in there, and I'm like, okay, guys, we just need to do some kind of like resetting of you know how things are. I would say take a third year victory and then do it. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I have one league that I'm the commissioner of, and it's. It's 11 of my friends, and we're all over the country. Mm-hmm. We only see each other once a year when we meet up for the draft. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, it, like I love these people. Like, they, they all came to my wedding last year. Like, literally everyone from the league except one or two people um, were at my yeah. wedding. And it's just, they're so, like, fantasy football has kept us in contact Absolutely, yeah. And, and so I, I, I got to share kind of a story that I was a little irritated about. Um, <laughs> I I started this this league just for – it's a free league. There's no buy-in. Um, and I invited this guy to join. And he's like, what's the buy-in? I was like, oh, no, it's just – it's we might have a buy-in in a couple of years. But right now it's just for networking, getting to know each other and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. And he's like – He's like, I'm not in. He's like, fantasy football without money is pointless, and it's for families and people who don't watch <laughs> football. And I was what? like, and and he's like, fantasy football isn't fun. And I was like, then why are you doing it if all right. you're doing, like if all you're doing fantasy football for is for the money? Then congratulations, you're now wasting more of your time at a job. Right. Yeah. And, and so, like, yeah, this league is free, but mm-hmm. we talk so much crap. And it's like, it's like there is an honor right. to winning yeah. and, a, and, and an embarrassment to losing. It's like the league with all my friends, yeah, there's a buy-in, but nobody cares about the buy-in. Right, yeah. Like, nobody cares about winning the money. Yeah, it's great. It's because the winner gets to choose what the loser wears to the draft the following year. That's awesome. Yeah. It's all about the, the glory and avoiding the shame. Oh um, yeah. Th- but, this I mean, year. The, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that. I mean, the irony is like, I'm sure that guy watches football, but does not make any money if his home team wins the Super Bowl. So like, why is he watching football? You know? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a little not, ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so so this year we had uh, it was the fantasy football fairy was the costume, <laughs> and keep in mind we're in Vegas. It's 110 degrees out, and this guy is in bright pink tights, oh, a God. pink a pink tutu, a tiara, a shirt that says "I suck at fantasy football," That's awesome. um, and we're just parading him around the pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, did he have Shout a wand? Out. He did have a wand. Excellent. He did. He absolutely had a wand. Uh, shout out to Lenny. He wore that costume with pride. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, two years ago, my buddy Ted, he was dressed up. We dressed him up as a uh, Rainbow Dash from My Little Pony. Uh-huh. So he's in this full blue um, polyester bodysuit. <laughs> Jesus and it's 120 degrees yeah. outside. He yeah, it's is, like getting put in the box. That's almost yeah, he, like cruel and unusual punishment. 
he's in a wig. Like he was, <laughs> he was so miserable. Like there's mm-hmm. pictures of him just sulking, drinking beer because he's trying to stay cool. Right. He's um, trying to stay hydrated with a nice cold beer. Yeah. So it's like, nobody cares about who wins and who loses. It's, it's, or, I mean, we all care about who wins or who loses, but it's not about the money. So I just want to tell yeah. that one guy, be like, you're doing fantasy football wrong, man. You're doing it yeah. wrong. There's uh, there's worse things you can lose than money. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Oh, do you have a, do you have any bad beats? Any bad beefs? Beats. B-E-A-T-S. Like where you got beat in a really horrible oh, way. Oh, bad beats. Uh... I mean, for a long time, I was uh, not doing that well. I, I can't really think of any, like, horrible losses, though. Yeah, um, I mean, losing A.J. Green last year definitely cost me a uh, one week that I was, like, directly on the path to winning, like, hands down. But uh, no, no no tragic losses. I've been pretty lucky in the playoffs, actually. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. So I, I have I have one story. It's not my story, but it's my buddy Lenny's. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't how he became the last place player, but this was the year before. He's in contention for the final playoff spot. Mm-hmm. He's he's ahead by point one six points. Oh God! His QB takes two kneel downs. <laughs> Oh, no, the negative yardage? The negative yardage. He ends up losing by .04. Oh, no. Oh, God. The next three weeks, he had the highest scoring team in the league. Uh He would have won the championship had he just gotten into the playoffs. Oh, God. if there had not been those kneel downs, he would have won the league. He was so salty the rest of the year. It mm-hmm. was amazing. That actually reminds me of a time I lost just because Russell Wilson decided to just chuck a few like last minute bombs. I think to like Doug Baldwin or Lockhead or yeah, I think it was Lockhead or someone you like wouldn't even expect to be like scoring a lot of points. And it was just like. The game was over. There's, like, no need for it. He just kind of, like, heaves it, and, like, Lockett catches it, and just, like, boom, like, five points go on the board. And I just lost in the last, like, couple seconds. Oh. oh yeah, but that, that's, like, just, I don't know, cuts both ways. Sometimes you get really lucky. Sometimes something really stupid and unpredictable happens, and it just ruins your entire season. I mean, it's it's amazing how bad we are at predicting the future but how much effort we'll put into you know trying and convincing ourselves that we're able to yeah and it's it's well it's i'm i'm actually a big fan of matthew barry and he's always mm-hmm. like fantasy football is not about predicting the future it's about minimizing risk hmm it's a good approach so, yeah yeah uh speaking of that i'm actually really salty today because <laughs> julian i i drafted julian edelman Oh yeah, and he just tore his ACL and right. he's out for the year. No, um, he's like I'd I say he's my favorite football player, and I'm yeah, really bummed out for him. And he's okay. He's always super consistent, and he's mm-hmm. never ranked. I oh, always I feel he's underranked. Yeah, he, he was my secret weapon for like two or three years. For like every time I'd be like, okay, Julian Edelman in the fifth, or sixth round, and he's still there. Well, yeah. what do you know? He's got a borderline wide receiver one in a PPR league, and no one, I don't know, no one suspects Julian Edelman, but uh, right. he I, delivers. Uh, yeah, except this year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, it sucks. I, I mean, the Patriots were still are kind of shaping up to just be this, like, absolute juggernaut this year, but uh, that it. really hurts to, to lose him. I, yeah, you know, I'm sure. Don't take this the wrong way. I absolutely despise the Patriots. Oh yeah, yeah. I, if if I didn't live in Boston, I would despise them too. In fact, I I think before I even knew I was moving here, my first year of fantasy football, I intentionally drafted Patriots players just so that I could like 
put them to work for me, you know, because I was <laughs> so sick of losing to them. I was like, oh, wait, can I get those guys on my team? They're like, yeah, sure, get whoever. I'm like, yes, all right. So next time that stupid huge guy with the shaved head gets like three touchdowns against the Bengals, it'll help me. You mean Gronkowski? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that guy, whatever his name is. You know, back then I knew I knew nothing. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> Dude, that was, that was a big draw. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, we're going to jump into the Kickstarter and talk about uh, Dragons and Gridirons in a second. Sure. But I want to know, what have you been doing recently that's been, like, nerdy? You said you were some Dark Souls, mm-hmm. you know, things like yeah. that. Is there anything you've done in the past? I don't know, few days, week. What did you work out, nerd out this week? Uh, I can't claim to have been nerding out much in the last week. It's been all all business, unfortunately. Um, but I've been like drying up inside from like not getting to. But before this uh, descent into madness, I was playing this game called uh, Wa Mulana EX. Have you ever heard of this? It's kind of like a like smaller title. So it's um it's a PS Vita game. Um, okay. So I've got a uh, thing called a PSTV. It's like a little wallet-sized console that lets you play Vita games like on a TV. Um, so I got this game, La Mulana, which has been described as like Dark Souls meets Spelunky. Uh, so imagine <laughs> like 2D kind of like platformer, like dungeon exploring game with this like really kind of cartoony little character and like all the enemies are like cartoony looking um but it is like brutally hard um has these like huge bosses that are extremely difficult sometimes but the worst part about it is the like riddles and puzzles so like i must have spent maybe like 30 hours trying to solve a single one of these puzzles i'm I'm not even kidding um and it got to the point right before i had to stop playing where I was actually up until about four in the morning translating the language of the like stone tablets in the game in order to try to like solve some of these riddles. So like there's a feature in the game that lets you like decode certain like hint hint tablets that you come across. Uh-huh. Um, but the game kind of like subtly suggests that like you don't need the ability in the game to translate every one of them. Like, some of the ones that you can't translate, you can do on your own, but it requires actually like sitting down and writing out this like whole alphabet and like through like substituting letters. And like, I mean, it's, if it sounds ridiculous, it's because it is. Um, but that sounds intense, man. Yeah. I've, I've never experienced anything like this. I've felt almost like one of those like, um, augmented reality games they do to like market for movies you know, where it's like solve the riddle and it's like things are scattered throughout the real world and you have to, you're getting like voicemails from characters in the movie. And I mean, it, it felt like it had gone beyond a game to like a real life mystery I was trying to solve. Um, so I would highly recommend it if you've know, got some sanity to spare. La Moana EX. Awesome. Awesome. We will definitely <laughs> check that out. I, uh, yeah. I, oh man. So I, a lot, it's, it's a long, complicated story, but I have been catching up on a lot of television, Mm -hmm. um, mostly just because to get, to get real for a second, um, I've been going through a lot of stuff Mm. like personal wise in my personal Uh life. And it's just, it's really kind of made it. We all have those moments where we get down and we get, you know, we just get bogged down with life and things don't go exactly as we planned. So it's it's kind of to the point where I just, I get home from work and all I want to do is sit on the couch and not do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've I've been using that to just catch up on some TV. So I've been all about Rick and Morty, which I I have never seen before. And I just got to the Get Schwifty episode and (laughs) it was freaking hysterical. And then, so, uh, one of my friends, um, Jess and I did a TV show trade. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm watching the West Wing and (laughs) yeah, I've never seen it before. And she's watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh God. 
So that's good for about a uh, hundred hours of viewing right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm super obsessed with the West Wing. I absolutely love it. And, uh, I, I get to live in a world where Martin Sheen is my president. <laughs> Just retreating to a fantasy world. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. But yesterday, yeah. <laughs> yesterday, I'm at brunch with uh, Mandy and Kevin from the Bet You Didn't Know That podcast. Oh. And we're having a super political conversation. Uh -huh. And I brought my dog, Coco. And so someone is behind me and he's like, oh, can I pet your dog? And I was like, oh, absolutely. So he's just petting my dog, loving on my dog. Well, Kevin, Mandy, and I are having this super political conversation. <laughs> and and he gets up and he walks inside the restaurant. And I turn around and I'm like, was that Bradley Whitford who plays Josh <laughs> Lyman on the West Wing? Oh, my God. And... and the waiter was like, yeah. And I was like, I completely just ignored Josh Lyman. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways, we're still yeah. at brunch. He comes walking out and I go, excuse me, Mr. Whitford, can I take a picture of you with my dog? That's and great. <laughs> he loved it. And so I immediately went home and I just binge watched like four episodes of The West Wing. <laughs> I have to um, know what happens to him. <laughs> I know, right? So it was, it was really fun and just my, I, I now have so much more love for Bradley Whitford because <laughs> he was, he was so nice, so generous with his time and he loved my dog. Yeah. Like he, he was just kissing her and petting her and letting her lick him. And it was just <laughs> like, it was, it was really cute. I got some great photos. Check them out on Twitter. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, if you're, uh, if you're looking for a, a show uh have you seen one punch man no but it's in my queue yeah okay good yeah it's a. Uh, I mean as you know it's an anime and it has a, a strong uh theme about training uh might be good for uh good for listeners to watch um yeah although yeah i, I won't spoil anything but <laughs> it's a no interesting um, twist yeah I, I have been I have actually been really excited because I have been with all this negativity that has happened in my life recently. Mm -hmm. um, I've recommitted to the gym, so it's I've been more consistent and I'm actually starting to see some real progress again, nice. which which makes me very happy. And it's it's yeah. kind of upsetting that it takes personal tragedies to to realize that. But hopefully I won't lose – hopefully I won't lose the path again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can take that and turn around and use it to use it as fuel to kind of motivate, you know, more intense workouts, then, you know, more power to you. Yeah. Oh, I got I got one other thing. I know this podcast is becoming about what Kenny did this week. That's um, <laughs> cool. No. My, uh, my car – turned she uh she hit 200,000 miles sweet <laughs> and and i i've had her since 54 miles wow yeah not 54,000 i've had her yeah. since 54 miles um she's been with me for 13 years okay. so That's, uh, um yeah. i've i did a, i've done a lot of my own maintenance but i was replacing some radiator hoses yesterday and i didn't know if i could do it so i hired a mechanic to come over mm -hmm. and it's your it's it's this app called your mechanic and it's like uber for mechanics uh-huh where you make an appointment and then the mechanic comes to your house and does the repair yeah it's a great idea it, it's amazing and so this guy's looking at my car he's like yeah she should last you at least another 100,000 miles. Nice. And I mean, why I'm not? If you're taking care of it and, you know, doing maintenance and replacing stuff as you need, like. Yeah. And so I'm, I would love to see my car hit 300,000. That's, yeah, that would be a badge of honor, I think. I don't know too many cars making it that far. Right? Uh, my only problem is. I drive so much for work. I put about 2,000 miles a month on her. Wow. Okay. I was in a similar boat. I used to commute from uh, Georgetown, Texas to Fort Hood, which is like, I don't know, it was about 75 minutes each way. And then I moved oh. even even farther, like, to, to Austin. So, like, Austin to Colleen is just not really, like, 
a commuting distance. It's like going to a different city. Um, yeah. So it was like this, uh, original model Honda Insight, you know, the little like egg shaped cars. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I got up to like 225 or something and then the hybrid battery died and then it was just like, okay, got to move on. I think, uh, you know, the replacing the battery is going to cost more than like the car is worth at this point. Yeah. Well, a friend of mine was like the, the, the mechanic, the repair cost, it wasn't even a repair. It was preventative maintenance cost $200. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine was like, well, that's not bad. And I was like, it's 20% the value of my right. car. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I got a dent in my uh, door one time for a different car. And I was like, well, I guess it's technically totaled because, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, that's it. He's <laughs> uh, like, break a window and I'm like, oh, time to junk it. That's it. Um, all right, we, we've been chatting for about a half hour. Let's jump into Dragons and Gridirons. Um, first, sure. we've talked a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. What is it? What can people expect? Right now there's a Kickstarter, so mm-hmm. give, us, give us all the who, what, when, where, whys. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, my buddy Jay and I, we came up with this idea about two years ago, um, so I've been playing fantasy for a couple of years and then I, I got him on board when I formed that, uh, dynasty league that I commissioned. Um, and yeah, kind of like right off the bat, we were starting to talk about like just the similarities to, to role playing games and, you know, how could we kind of like actually make it more of a role playing game? Cause it is pretty limited. Um, that's our number one gripe with fantasy is that like, you know, aside from doing all your research on the waiver wire and like setting your lineup, like you still don't really get to do a whole lot, you know, once you pick your team. Um, and then your team doesn't really grow with you either. You know, it's just not like an RPG where you're like getting stats and leveling up over the course of the season. It's just kind of like you know, this list of players. Um, then I happen to have this, uh, this really weird dream around the same time for like a zombie fantasy league. So it's like you would have a player that gets like infected and becomes a zombie and then if you play them, you would stand a risk of like infecting other players on your team or possibly infecting players on another team. And then they would start to like become unusable. I I mean, anyway, this is like dream logic, but between those two, you know, the conversation and this like weird kind of dream idea I was having, uh, it really got us thinking about like some kind of more interactive platform for fantasy football. Um, so we spent the next, year or so just kind of figuring out like you know how could we go about this who could we get to help us and uh turns out when you just have an idea for a web application um people don't necessarily want to just build it for you to be a part of the company (laughs) i mean we were shocked but uh apparently this comes up quite a lot where people are like i've got this great idea like i just need some web development help and you can partner with us and web developers are like, go screw yourselves. I'll just do it myself. Um, so yeah, it took us a long time to really kind of figure out like, how are we going to get this done? Um, so we ended up kind of like contracting with the development team and starting some of the work on our own. Um, and then like thinking that we would go the, the crowdfunding route to fund the rest of it. Um, so I'd say we're close to like halfway through the creation of this website. And basically, we've got over 100 spell cards planned out, and um, you'll get to choose three spell cards each week, um, just like it's a part of the game. So there's, there's no, like, microtransactions or, like, spending real money on cards. You just get them through, through playing fantasy football. Um, so you get to customize your team with three new spell cards each week. Um, and you can do things like, you know, boost player scores or... Um, you kind of boost stats like yardage or actual fancy points um, or specific stats like, um, you know, treat every target as a reception for PPR purposes um, or give like bonuses during a certain quarter of the game, you know, like get quadruple fourth quarter points. Um, then you can do a lot of things to mess with players in your league and not just in your matchup, but any matchup in your league. Uh, you can apply these like nerf or, uh, you know, chaos cards to, uh, kind of hamper your, your other league mates scores, um, by, you know, like cutting, cutting yardage by half or 
eliminating stats or yeah, knocking players out of the game entirely. Um, so we're uh, we're about I think five or six days into the Kickstarter. Um, off to a really good start. I think we're at like twenty three percent funded right now. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just kind of scrambling to get the word out and to find the right people because it it's not for everyone. Obviously, it's got this uh, pretty serious nerd bent to it. Uh, which we love, but not everyone is going to appreciate, which is fine. Um, but yeah, we're just kind of looking for a few good nerds who happen to also enjoy fancy football to help us get this thing funded so we can provide this like whole new platform. Um, we think would be a really major development for fancy football to have something like this out there. Uh, absolutely. And I, like, I was backing it at a lower level. Uh, I, I, I think I backed it in the first 24 hours. I'm not, I'm not. Oh yeah. Or I appreciate it. I'm not trying to get points with you, um, but I got points, man. <laughs> yes. No, actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm super excited because eight of my buddies are interested. Oh, that's great. Um, and so we are going to be adjusting as soon as we can find one more. We are going to be adjusting my level of donation from the thirty-five dollar level to. The five hundred dollar level, so we have what? a league for life. Oh my god! Thank you, dude. Well, okay, it like it 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 makes sense. I'm super excited about it. It's like I love fantasy football and I love the concept. And so, like honestly, yeah. if if me and these guys just you know, first some of these guys I don't even know, like the friends. <laughs> Like, like uh, two or three of them are my friends, but then the other four are each one of those guys brought a friend. So it's, it's That's people, incredible. Yeah. It's yeah. people I don't even know. And it's like, okay, well, if I'm going to like now, if this, if, if everything goes to plan, all right, I'm going to have four or five more lifelong friends that I'm going to be communicating with every week, six months yeah. out of the year, you know? So absolutely, and that's that's one of the things you kind of referenced earlier. Is that like one of the great things about fantasy football is how it keeps people in touch. Because I've got friends who I didn't talk to for years. I mean, because I don't know, like I don't think guys just like call each other and check in all that often. But uh, I mean, we should, but we don't. But you know, when you're playing fantasy football, you're talking smack constantly in this like chat. You know, it just gives you a really good reason just to keep in touch, which I love. Absolutely. And, um, and it's, it's, it's like my, the, the people in my league where we've got the punishments, um, we're, <laughs> we're literally all over the country. We've got, we've <clears> got <throat> a guy in Massachusetts. We've got Florida, DC, Arizona. I'm in California. Got a dude in Utah, um, Michigan. <laughs> uh, and so it's like, we keep in contact and we get together once a year and it's amazing mm-hmm. you know yeah uh, you guys do a, a live draft we do a live draft yeah do you typically meet up in vegas the, the the rule is the winner gets to choose the location of the draft oh okay this cool. is about the sixth or seventh year and it's always been in vegas uh-huh. so <laughs> The Utah guy's gonna win. Like we're partying in Salt Lake City this year. Like, ah. Oh. No, I okay. I personally would love to do like Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Oh or, yeah. You know Tahoe, yeah. Tetons. Yeah, so, just something so crazy off the beaten path, like where it's just not to mention it's like. It's like a lot of us when we go to Vegas, um, kids don't come, significant others mm-hmm. don't usually come. Um, at least if there's kids involved, the significant other doesn't come. But so it's like I wanted to, I want to find a place where people can bring their kids, bring their wives, bring their girlfriends, bring their boyfriends. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be and, all shots and strippers all the time. It could be you know a yeah. camping excursion or. A, it's something like, something new to mix it up. Get like a te- you know get a ten bedroom like mini mansion somewhere in like Virginia yeah. Beach or something crazy like that where we just kind of 
relax and barbecue mm-hmm. and hang out for for the weekend or even extend it to like a week. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Well, right? I think you just and need so, to win the league and then it's it's up to you, right? <laughs> I know, right? It's it's dude, I don't self-determination. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm already salty because of Julian Edelman. Uh, uh-huh. Well, maybe uh, maybe you could find someone who hasn't heard about the injury yet and trade him off. So my my other league, my other league that I've been playing in for about six or seven years, six years actually. Um, I'm three. Uh, I pulled off a three peat. I'm back to back to back champions. Nice. Um, oh, I did. I did. I, I keep getting off topic. I want to talk more about <laughs> dragons and gridirons and the Kickstarter and everything. Um, sure. Do you guys have plans? Obviously, when you first launch you're going to be stage one. Do you have plans of stuff that you want to see incorporated? Um, other things you want to expand to yeah. either, either more cards, different types of power-ups, obviously maybe a mobile platform. I don't mm-hmm. know what you guys yeah. have planned, but is we, are, are, are those things in store? Yes, absolutely. We've got uh, very big plans. Um, and we've kind of, I mean, right now, obviously, we're just like hyper focused just on reaching our goals so we can like get the ball rolling. But uh, yeah, we've, I mean, we've been talking about this for so long. We said, well, we better kind of plan for success and start thinking about, you know, what do we do if this really takes off? Um, so I think the number one A and one B priorities would be to get a mobile app, like a dedicated mobile app, because um, it will be like mobile responsive. Uh, so it should be playable on a phone. Um, but yeah, to get like an actual kind of streamlined app for it would be probably priority number one. But also getting Dynasty features would be really nice, just because you know I tend to play in Dynasty leagues. It can be a huge pain in the ass to like manually carry that over from year to year. Um, so if we could find some way to set that up, that would be pretty critical. Um, but then we've also talked about um, expanding into other sports. So uh, on our company website, fantasyrealmsports.com, I've already created logos for uh, Dunks and Dragons, and uh, <laughs> nice. Dragons and <laughs> and Dragons and Home Runs. Um, very proud of my bootleg logo creating skills on Canva. Um, I'm not a graphic designer. I have no idea what I'm doing. So coming up with something usable is <laughs> is really exciting. Even if it's just like clip art and some uh, entertaining fonts. But uh, yeah, that would be the the goal is just to get some momentum with fantasy football because um, you know I, my understanding is it's the most popular fantasy sport. Um, but then to just kind of start to roll out other sport platforms with this same kind of spell card idea because I, I see no reason why this concept wouldn't work for all fantasy sports, you know? For sure. No, absolutely. Um, I did. I I don't know if you've thought about this. But I want to float this out there. Okay. A buddy, a buddy of mine brought this up. Have you thought about incorporating like as like real life concept or as games play out in real life, it affects your power ups? A buddy of mine brought up like huh. as let's say as the Cowboys win. Uh huh. Dak Prescott becomes level two or level three, and you can get a mul- a multiplier that you can spend on a method of scoring. Like, suppose Dak goes up to level three, uh huh, and you can choose to give him, you know, one point one times scoring on either like passing touchdowns or rushing touchdowns or rushing yards, things like that. Are you writing this down? (laughs) I'm committing it to memory, but yeah, I'm really fascinated by that idea. I just heard something in the background, like, rustling, and I was like, oh, maybe he's grabbing paper and writing this down. It was my crazy cat sprinting through the entire apartment. Um, Dude, next time, just take take credit that you were writing it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm furiously scribbling right now. No, so, like, you know, like, as... As the Arizona Cardinals win games, uh, David Johnson's touchdowns get multiplied by 1.1 times, 1.2 times, you know? Yeah, um, I love that. We, we have talked a bit about, like, how could we, like, level up players? Um, 
So that concept has been kind of out there, but not quite in the way that you're describing, which I think would be a great way of going about it. Um, well, I gotta yeah. give prop, I gotta give props to my buddy Kyle on that one. Yeah, we've uh, we've got some uh, like spell card expansions kind of planned out for season two and three, like um, adding new um, I don't know what you call it exactly in like you know magic, for instance, where you get like swamp walk, you know, or like. This creature can't be blocked if you know other team or other player is using any like swamps. But then, oh, we have this other like artifact that can disable swamp lock. So these like new new features and then like countermeasures to those features. We've got a couple things like that planned out for uh, seasons two and three. Um, Excellent. Yeah, but I really like your idea there, or your your buddy's idea there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't take credit for that one, although I would love to. Um, yeah, and. Kyle's actually pretty salty because he has Spencer Ware. Oh, yeah. And he just wants this Kyle. Yeah. And the guy right before him in the draft uh, took Kareem Hunt. Uh-huh. So he's he's like double salty. Yeah. That's uh that's that was a tough situation there Hunt versus Ware, but uh Well, he was going to take he was going to take Ware in like the first couple rounds and then follow it up with Kareem Hunt a little bit later in the draft, and the round mm-hmm. he was going to take Hunt, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he's getting a lot of hype these days. I'm not surprised. Even before the injury. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to uh, to see what uh, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so I've kept you for almost an hour now. In the interest of of Wrapping up, um, where can people get to the Kickstarter? Where can they find you on social media? Um, yeah. what's the, what is the fundraising at right now? And then what is the ultimate goal? I think you guys had a goal of 25,000. Yeah. Goals 25,000. We're at just around 6,000 right now. Um, good news is that according to Kickstarter statistics, if you reach 41% funded, um, then you basically have like a 90% chance of tipping and reaching your goal. Okay. Um, so if anyone's listening to this, please just help us get to 41%. And then apparently like the magic of the Kickstarter crowd will take over, but we just got to get there. Um, rather than giving some like meaningless string of uh, letters, like shortened URL, I'd probably just say to go on Kickstarter and look for dragons and gridirons or even like Google dragons and gridirons Kickstarter. Um, Fortunately, like we we perform very well in like search engines because it's such a distinctive name, so we're out there. Um, FantasyRealmSports.com is our like kind of overall company website, um, and then I'm on uh, Twitter as at dngfootball. Okay, and as everybody knows, all of that will be in the show notes. So we're oh great. You know, yeah, we're going to tweet all that out. It's going to be in the show notes page, and so it should go out to everybody's subscription, yada. Um, subscription. Let me just, yeah, sorry, I was just going to put in a plug for the, the the video is actually pretty funny. I think it's, regardless of our, like, you know, self-motivated uh, interest in this, I think the video is worth watching, even if you don't want to contribute. Okay, then I, I definitely have to check out the video because, I mean, I've been following you guys for seven or eight months now, I think. Yeah. Now you've been one of our like, like key super fans, dude. It's I, I love fantasy football and I love D and D. So it's like this uh-huh. was like, this is right in my wheelhouse. So I was like, oh. yeah. No, um, I remember waking up and seeing like Dumbles and dragons. Like what? This is great. It's a brother from another mother. Where did this come <laughs> from? Sister from another mister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, it's and it's it's okay. I love seeing independent creators create cool stuff. Like if I can put, if, if I could put my three fantasy leagues to some entrepreneurial site, that's not Yahoo that has something to offer better than Yahoo, then I'll do that Mm -hmm. because why do I need to give more money to huge multinational corporations? 
Right. Like, and we're not going to be spamming you constantly like, oh, just put in $15 and you could win $500,000 in our kind like, No, it's oh, not about that. The, the, what is it? The fantasy football billion dollar contest where they're going to give a billion yeah. dollars to someone if they get the perfect. Right. Oh, yeah. Like perfect roster thing or perfect team. Yeah. Oy, yeah. Oy it's gotten really spammy and really like gambling oriented. And like, I have no problem with like money being involved in fantasy football. That's fine. But like, it, it gets annoying when that is like popping up all over the place and you're getting emails like three times a day, like telling you to play that. It's like, no, like, I got my league. Just leave me alone. Well, yeah. What, what, what I get irritated about is when I'm watching football and every other commercial is for a DFS site. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just like, guys, can I can I just get a crappy beer ad, please? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Um <laughs> That's that's what a you know a billion dollar marketing budget gets you. Right? Oh god. Uh anyways, so here you are doing your best to create something awesome for the masses. What mm-hmm. parting advice do you have for everybody out there listening to the podcast? Say my main advice is just to kind of make the most of your life and to not necessarily be be restricted or bound by just kind of like working a job, um, even though like, you know, we all need to pay the bills. But to, you know, to aspire to do whatever is really going to make you most fulfilled and to really kind of you know, think outside the box. And like, if you find something that you're, you're passionate about or, or good at, or if you think you can bring some kind of like unique value to the world, then to just find some time and space to pursue that. And it doesn't necessarily have to like end up becoming your career or, um, you know, become your, your whole focus, but, um, just to kind of really fulfill yourself, I guess. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's, I've often said, if more people start finding their passions and find a way to live while living their passions, mm-hmm. the, the world's going to be a better place. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm hopeful that someday, uh, you know, my like utopian future, like robots are just doing all the work and we all get to just pursue whatever we're best at and like, you know, whatever we're uniquely skilled and passionate about doing. Um, but until then might have to do some, extra hard work on the nights and weekends to make it happen, but it's worth it, you know? Uh, so I just say go for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do you have any shout outs, anybody you want to give, uh, give a shout out to on the podcast today? We had a, another couple super fans contact us through Facebook. I think it'd be fun if I could give them a message real quick. Yeah. Let me give a shout out to Kara Bombard from Springfield, Massachusetts, who has been, um, she saw one of our ads on Facebook and volunteered to help us just kind of spread the word. Um, and just, I don't know, it's like really amazing for someone to just kind of appear and say she wanted to help, like, you know, not, not looking for a job or anything like that, but just like, this is cool. And, you know, what can I do to help? Um, Ross Norris is a a commissioner for the, uh, NCFF. Uh, it's like this, college football themed fancy football league um, where you only get players in their first four years of the game. Um, and he's also been a huge help just trying to get the word out for us. Um, so yeah, I appreciate, you know, both that are help and kind of carrying the torch and uh, letting other people know about this. Um, that's, that's and then awesome. of course, of course you as well, Kenny for uh, very, very generously rounding up people to contribute to this and to, you know, having us on the podcast. Like, Dude, absolutely. extremely grateful. Uh, absolutely. Anytime. And I will continue to share and, uh, and fill the internet tubes with announcements from you guys. So (laughs) let's, let's get to that, you know, 41%. Let's hopefully get, let's get Mm -hmm. that shit this week. Um, that's my goal. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and let's, let's have some great fantasy, fantasy football, uh, next season. I'm super excited about it. Yes, me too. Thank you so much. Hey, you're very welcome. To everyone else out there listening, thank you so much uh, for bringing somebody else to the podcast. Go over, donate a little bit to this Kickstarter. Um, Definitely believe in it. And on that note, everyone have a great rest of your day, great rest of your week. 
Work out, nerd out. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.